So let me start by offering that collaboration is the key to most all of the successes of the American Sugarcane League, Inc. Collaboration was the key even from the very inception of our organization in 1922, when three Louisiana sugar organizations came together and realized that through collaboration, the whole would be stronger than the sum of the individuals. And today, as strong as the American sugarcane is, uh, when we find partners to collaborate with, our effectiveness is magnified in an exponential fashion. Before moving too far along with talk about the league, let's talk about the 2022 crop. So the freeze certainly soured the end of what was to be a bumper crop. So instead of a bumper crop, I'll only uh, say that we had a good crop. For the first time in Louisiana's history, as you've heard before, in our 227 years of growing cane, we produced more than 2 million tons of raw sugar. For the whole of the state, that's a good crop indeed. But for those to the west and north, there were more significant losses or some significant losses in production. So let's take a moment to compare sugarcane to other crops, just as kind of a reminder of how fortunate we are. And I submit this. A soybean farmer from one of the northern parishes or reaches in the sugarcane belt recently in the last couple of weeks went down to one of the cane farmers in the south to buy a, an old whole stick harvester and some planting wagons to put in a thousand acres of new cane. The selling farmer from the south said to the farmer to the north, don't you all realize that we just had a freeze that really dampened our crop? And the northern farmer said in reply, you don't understand. We just lost our third consecutive soybean crop. So a slight loss to the end of our crop uh, needs to be put into perspective as to what other growers face. Year in and year out in Louisiana, sugarcane is still the crop to grow. Our growers and millers learn something different from most every crop and will certainly take the, 22, the 2022 crop as a learning experience. With that said about the crop, let's get back to the league's work and a reminder that collaboration is the key. On the legislative and governmental uh, and the governmental front, our guest speakers Jim Wiesmeyer and Jack Pettis covered most all of that. My adding remarks to that is to say that as strong as the American Sugarcane League is in Washington, when we find others to collaborate with, a probability of success on Capitol Hill is much greater. Hence, the necessity to work with other cane growing states and with our beet growers from the upper Midwest. Once again, collaboration is the key. Over the last 10 years, we've made significant, significant improvements 
in our crop insurance product. This is the result of collaboration with the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation and our two organizations finding appropriate consultants to help us navigate the crop insurance bureaucracy. Once again, collaboration is the key. So let's switch to research and again find that collaboration is the key. Now many think that legislative advocacy is our primary concern at the American Sugarcane League. But I remind you that the number one priority in the mission of the American Sugarcane League is research. In the research arena, something very significant happened on December 23rd. That day may make you think about the freeze, but something much more significant happened on that date when Louisiana and Florida sugarcane industries got a significant Christmas present. You heard a little bit about this earlier. Recall that on December the 23rd is when the $1.7 trillion spending bill passed the U.S. Congress. Now that bill contained 4,155 4, pages. And at the end of those pages, there's something called explanatory notes. And at the end of those notes, close to page 30 of these notes, there's a simple paragraph that says, sugarcane variety development. The committee, and we're speaking of the House Agricultural or the House Appropriations Committee, the committee provides an additional $2 million to support research to shorten the conventional sugarcane breeding timeline, break through the plateau to higher sugar content, and predict improvement in other traits, such as cold tolerance, retuning ability, and disease resistance. Now, how did that paragraph get there? And I can assure you that no member of Congress or no staffer knows a whole lot about sugar content, variety development, and cold tolerance of sugarcane. So somebody had to help them. I go back to where I started and submit to you that collaboration was the key to getting that paragraph in the spending bill. The American Sugarcane League along with the Florida Sugarcane League, got together with an organization similar to ours in Mississippi called the Delta Council. Now, why the Delta Council? And that's because they are very strong supporters, the Delta Council is, of a world-class genomics research facility in Stoneville, Mississippi. And we wanted to avail ourselves of that genomics facility and the scientists there that work on this exciting, relatively new area of genomic agricultural research. It would have taken, taken us many years and tens of millions of dollars to put this kind of facility together if we were not working, if we were working independently. Our scientists at LSU and USDA HOMA 
have been doing gene genomic research for a number of years. Now we take their genomic research and their potential to a whole new level. Now genomic research is not about creating a genetically modified sugarcane variety. It's a, it's a technique that we are hopeful will allow us to determine earlier in the variety development program whether or not the traits that we are looking for in the breeding program are passed from the parents to the offspring. By checking and looking at the DNA of the offspring, we're hopeful to find out earlier that the offspring's DNA contains the traits that we are trying to get into them. Hence, the probability of greater success in, in taking our variety development program to a new level. Now, myself and our agronomist, along with our friends from Florida, and uh, they are here today. Uh, let's see, is Chris Laborde, is Chris here? Maybe not, but our Florida friends uh, worked very closely with us in this new, exciting new area, and this holds benefit for both Louisiana and Florida's sugarcane industry. And this is yet another example of how when we collaborate, we find success. Now we've covered research and legislation. Now, now let's talk a bit about uh, finding or the final plank in our platform, uh, public relations, promotion, and education. Now Sam Irwin, uh, Sam's our PR guy, and, and Sam uh, does a great job. But Sam's a one-man show, and he needs some help. So effectiveness in our public relations area comes about when we collaborate and work together to find uh, key solutions and to promote our industry. Now think about this as an opportunity of how we might be able to collaborate with our family, our friends, and our communities to promote our industry. How many of your friends have ever been on your farm to ride in a combine or a tractor? How many of your friends have ever toured a sugar mill? This, uh, I'd like to say that this concept came about upon my own accord, but it didn't. For I was in, uh, in Vermilion Parish a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Brian Seymour asked me to speak before a group of leadership folks from New Jersey. Uh, Brian talked about production and asked me to speak about, about the milling side of things. I don't know a whole bunch of milling, about milling, but I was able to get us through a, a nice video and talk, uh, talk to them about milling and how unique it is and how we take sugarcane and make sugar. At the end of that, we talked about touring and, and how we, we were hopeful that they would have been there a couple of weeks earlier so that we could have toured them through a facility. Um, at the end, I was walking out and a couple of spouses of some of the growers in the area said, well, well Jim, that's, that's really nice that you're bringing all of these folks from all over the country down to see the mill, when are we going to get to see the mill? So I encourage us, I know that, that uh, touring a mill can be a challenging proposition, but if we can, you know, if we can find ways to bring our friends from, from across the country down uh, to see what we do and to experience what we do, 
maybe we should work a little bit harder, harder and collaborate a little bit better to make our friends, family, our spouses, and our communities a little bit more knowledgeable about what we do. Let me close with this reminder. The average Louisiana sugarcane farmer provides sugar for some 125,000 Americans, and that is very, very significant. Mr. Wiesmeyer talked earlier today about the significance of food security. And I say that, we can, that the way that we continue to do this is through collaboration. For collaboration is the key to continued success of the Louisiana sugar industry and of the American Sugar Cane League of the USA, Inc. Thank you.